Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get ready for another episode of Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are thoughts and opinions only and do not necessarily reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks or their sponsors and associates. You are encouraged to do the proper amount of research yourself, depending on the subject matter and your needs. Hi, I'm Sandra Champlain. For almost 25 years, I've been on a journey to prove the existence of life after death. On each episode, we'll discuss the reasons we now know that our loved ones have survived physical death. And so will we. Welcome to Shades of the Afterlife. I just read something interesting, that our brains are wired towards the negative, not the positive, and we're naturally drawn to it. Avoiding pain is a stronger motivator than seeking pleasure. And someone said, the brain is like Velcro for negative experiences, but Teflon for positive ones. So it means the negative experiences, we have a stick in our brain, but the positive ones, we deflect for some reason, and it's hard to bring them back into our awareness. And I was thinking about this, that how often do you and I remember our successes? Well, We don't usually on a daily basis. We're thinking about what's left undone. We're thinking about our failures. How often do we think of our strengths? How often do we think about the good that we've done for others, the accomplishments that we've had? If we were to ask people what our strengths are, they'd give us a whole slew of things. But how often do we remember those? Instead, we look at our weaknesses. And almost on a daily basis, often when we look in the mirror, how often do we see people for the good in them? Really? I mean, we have people in our life that we don't get along well with, but maybe at one time we did. Do we have conversations with them as if they are the good person that has done so much good and that we've had so much fun with? Or do we tend to look at the negative? So I find this very interesting about the brain being like Velcro for negative experiences, but Teflon for positive ones. And I want to relate this to life after death, especially being in my shoes. I've now been an afterlife explorer for almost 25 years. I would say, honestly, I have witnessed miracles, things that in my mind, there's no way they could possibly happen, yet they're happening. Even this past week, I've experienced some things that I'll share with you. However, do I remember them on a daily basis? No. So as much information as we gather for the evidence of the afterlife, it is normal, it is natural to be skeptical, to not remember. And I personally think that might be the design of being human. If, in fact, we are here to learn, to experience emotions, things that can't be experienced on the other side because we don't have the same physicality as we do on earth, that we live our lives here not remembering who we really are. 
And it's been said that if we did really remember on a daily basis where we came from and where we're going back to, that quite honestly, it's so wonderful we may not choose to be here. But if I were to ask you what your favorite food is and say it's pizza or chocolate or cheesecake, and that's the only thing you can eat for the rest of your life, those foods would quickly go from being your favorite to being boring and you'd get sick of them. So the other side may be lovely, fantastic, we can think it and it just happens. However, here on earth, we have the depth of so much richness, of so many things to experience. We have been given the gift of a body that has these five senses. And although we do have a physical body of some sort, when we move to the other side, and we can certainly recognize people and experience different things, there is real depth to what we can experience here that is different from there. I know from my life that it's taken me experiencing some dark, heavy days and some real tragedies to get me on the search for my own spirituality. And even if you're to look at your life, some pivotal things happened along your journey that have made you who you are today. Some of the toughest things have brought us to the greatest places. And it said that how is a pearl made inside the oyster? Well, sand is an irritant. And eventually, that beautiful pearl is polished into the magnificent gem that it is. The same thing is true with all the people and all the experiences that we learn in life, that our self, our soul, our essence is really polished into something great while we're here on earth. So this past week, I did some great things. Of course, on Sundays, we have our Sunday gathering. At the end of each one, we do a medium demonstration on our online congregation. And it's free, of course. But I witness two mediums bring forth such evidence of people in the afterlife. And it is so specific that there's absolutely no way anyone could guess this. And of course, we don't have a list of who's going to be in our gathering week after week. And it's really nice to witness. And then on Fridays, we have a trance mediumship demonstration with Scott Milligan. He closes his eyes listens to three pieces of music just to relax and to blend with that unseen world. And then a voice will come from him of someone who no longer lives, sharing inspiration about life, death, the afterlife. You can ask this person any topic on anything, any question, and the most profound answers come out without any hesitation, without stopping to think, and I know the gentleman who's sitting in the chair, and there's no way he could be making all this up. Wednesdays, there's a psychic class that we do online, and we get to practice with a partner on Zoom, and we actually know things about that other person that there's no way we could know. And then on Thursdays is mediumship class, where we use that same psychic property that we each have, yet we direct it to 
the spirit world, we have the intention of bringing through a person for this from the spirit world. And we are working with a partner online again in these breakout rooms on Zoom. And this is what happened this past Thursday. There was a gal that was her very first time in the mediumship class. She had taken the psychic class and now felt she was ready to move on to the mediumship class. And she was my partner in the breakout room. And of course, she was really nervous to to try to bring through someone on my behalf. And I reminded her, this is a classroom. It's okay to be wrong. The most important thing is to give it a try. And so she asked if I would go first, and I did. And I'm always nervous doing this because the people from the afterlife use our imagination to tell a story. If I haven't experienced it or I don't know about it and it's not in the reference bank of my own mind and my own imagination, they won't use the imagery with me, if that makes sense. So my brain is like a data bank and they use my past to tell a story. So as I was sitting there with my eyes closed, I got a very strong picture of the love and the connection that I have with my mom. The two of us are more like best friends than mother and daughter, although I love her completely as a mom. I had to go with my instinct. And I said to her, your mom is in the spirit world. And she says, yes. And I said, you had a very, very close connection as if two best friends, not mother and daughter. And she said, yes. At that point, I actually felt like I was the mother because I developed this really big sense of love for this woman. Now, I'd never met this lady before. I'm looking at her face-to-face on video on Zoom, but I'm feeling like I have a mother's love for her. I imagined two links of a chain, really big links, that they are stuck together and they're not going anywhere. And I got this huge sense that she'd be by her side always. In my mind's eye, I then saw a picture of my parents' wedding album. My mind was drawn to my mom's sister. So I shared that she recently looked at wedding photos of her parents, and she says, yes, I did. And I said, there's something special about your aunt. And then I was flooded with this feeling that the mom, this lady I was talking to, and the aunt all had a very close relationship. And she says, yes, we did. So from there, my mind is picturing my own trips to Florida, my trips to the Caribbean, my trip on a cruise. And I said to her, you will have traveled with these ladies to Florida, to the Caribbean, and on a cruise. And she said, yes. And then what followed was just some very loving messages from the mother to the daughter. So then it was her turn to go. She said, I'm feeling grandfather. Well, yes, I have a grandfather who's passed. And she says, I'm seeing him walking with a cane. Yes. I'm seeing him with a big brown dog. Yes. His hands are very rough. Yes. And at that moment, I started to get very choked up because 
I haven't thought of my grandfather in a long time. He passed when I was 14 years old. And only once, many, many years ago, has he come through in a reading. And so my eyes started welling up with tears because I was just remembering the great love I had for my grandfather. In fact, we even went out deep sea fishing. And then I thought, Grampy, if that is you, have her talk about fishing. And then this woman said, all of a sudden, he's telling me fishing. I was so emotional after she told me that. But then I went right back to living my life forgetting. So if we could each do this, start the morning thinking of our successes, think about the difference people have made in our lives and how much we love them, and think about our strengths, not our weaknesses. We would certainly wake up on the right side of the bed and probably have a much better day and better relationships with others than if we didn't. We'll be back in just a moment, and we are going to talk to the co-founders of AfterlifeData.com and AfterlifeLibrary.com. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. The best afterlife information you can get while you're alive. Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com shades today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash shades. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. 
You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The Coast to Coast AM mobile app is here and waiting for you right now. And with the app, you can hear classic shows from the past seven years, listen to the current live show, and get access to the Art Bell Vault where you can listen to uninterrupted audio. Head on over to the coasttocoastam.com website. We have a handy video guide to help you get the most out of your mobile app usage. All the info is waiting for you now at coasttocoastam.com. That's coasttocoastam.com. Every eight minutes, the American Red Cross brings help and hope to people in need. Thanks to the support of everyday heroes like you, the Red Cross is able to respond to disasters big and small, support military families, help ensure that blood is available when needed, and teach life-saving skills like CPR and first aid. Be a hero. Donate today. Visit redcross.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife with Sandra Champlain on the new iHeartMedia and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Don't forget, you can listen to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, author of the book, We Don't Die, A Skeptic's Discovery of Life After Death. And I want to move on this segment, meeting Michelle Sebo and Dr. Dennis Grega, who are the co-founders of AfterlifeData.com, VoicesAcrossTheVeil.com, and AfterlifeLibrary.com. Hello, you two. Hi, Sandra. Thank you. Which one of you would like to go first, talking about maybe your background and how you got into this and how you got connected? Well, I don't know, Dennis, should I start? How's that? <laughs> Ladies first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you know, I've been really interested in all types of different things. You know, I, I was born up, I was brought up in a Christian church and a congregational church. So it was kind of a calm kind of Christian upbringing, you know, nothing too extreme. Um, but I was always kind of, you know, wanting to learn more. So, you know, I got into things like yoga and, you know, different types of exercises and meditations and, you know, even different types of belief systems and things like that. And um, this whole afterlife thing kind of came up about, you know, oh, it's about 11 years ago. We actually just celebrated 10 years of afterlife data. You know, wow. It was 10 Great. years ago, January, that we launched it. So it's been pretty amazing since then. Um, but, you know, just all the different information that's out there, and there's a lot of it, but it's not available unless you really go looking for it. You know, it's kind of not the mainstream thing, right? 
Right. But when you start looking for it and you start reading about information, you start researching, and especially, you know, what we did with afterlife data to take those 265 topics and cross research with a whole bunch of different authors. And it just became so obvious that, you know, this is not it. You know, there's so much more. And when you start to realize that, you really do live your life differently. That's so important. Yeah. Let's do, let's before we delve too much into you guys mm-hmm. personally, let's talk a yeah. little bit more about afterlifedata.com. Sure. Because you are right, there is a ton of information available, mm-hmm. but where do people start and it's a really great home base for all things afterlife. Yeah. I think it's really important that people realize that just like anything else, there's good information out there and there's not so good information out there. So the important thing is to learn as much as you possibly can, because when you start to do that, you start to just intuitively realize, you know, what the good stuff is and what the not so good stuff is. So that's really, really important, you know, to just kind of dip your toe into this and just say, you know, oh, you know, I'll believe it if somebody gives me 10 reasons why it's not really going to work. You know, you really do have to experience things. You have to really delve into it and think about it for a while and understand it. You know, a lot of people, when we um, went to the AREI symposium the year before last, um, we, I had some people come up to me and say, you know, I just want to know what you know. It's like, but it's taking me almost 10 years to get here. So, you know, I can't just impart all this information to you in, you know, a quick little dissertation and you know, then you've got it, right? So you really do have to take the journey to experience the information and to understand it and to internalize it for yourself. Because everybody's going to have a different journey and everybody's going to believe things from just a little bit of a different angle. That's one of the things that it's important in terms of where you're coming from. Because the information that we have covers a lot of different topics and you've been taught many different things in terms of what to believe. Uh, You know, what happens after death, what happens uh, during the time of transition. You know, we've been inculcated with uh, various scientific beliefs where most of the beliefs are atheistic or agnostic, where there's no belief in an afterlife, or it's not worth, you know, taking a look at because there's no evidence for it from an experimental uh, paradigm. Or from organized religion, where if you go into the scriptures and in the holy books, uh, there's very little description of what the afterlife's actually like. And so the basis there is to believe on faith. So people are coming from different backgrounds, different belief systems, and they come to a site like ours that says, you know, we've heard communications from people that have already died, supposedly. And they're telling us, you know, what the afterlife is actually like. And so you take this in, and, and some of it is, um, it will challenge you. It's going to challenge your current beliefs. And so, as Michelle says, it takes some time. It takes some time to break down the old beliefs and to be open to possibly new ones. And but once you start to get the feel for the amount of evidence that there is, and there is, it's, it's overwhelming at this point. 
there's no doubt. You know, at some point, there'll be a change. And you'll start to say, you know, this stuff is real. And then it changes your life. It just changes the way you operate in reality now. You know, all the old beliefs start to melt away. And all of a sudden, they get replaced with ones with hope. With not only hope, but knowledge. And now that you know, it's a whole different thing. And that's one of the reasons why we wanted to bring these sites online, because it brings together a wealth of information so that you can look at different parts of things that, you know, you're kind of concerned about and get information and then weigh that with what you've been taught and then make an evaluation and a decision. That's great. And it is about the journey that I've found because I know this information was out there and just reading books for me was great, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't enough. I actually had to bounce all of these things against my value system, my beliefs. Man, I've taken courses in just about everything. And you could have never convinced me in the reality of evidential mediumship Unless not only did I have a great medium reading, but I actually took a course in mediumship reading. And every now and again, I can be very accurate trying to do a reading on someone. Mm -hmm. Uh, Trance mediumship, I would have never bought into that people close their eyes and someone could speak through them. Same thing with physical mediumship. Uh, Electronic voice phenomena. Until I recorded my own voices and very clear and accurate of people coming through. I would have never believed it. However, my journey has been from fear of death to just this unbelievable joy and power. It's not one-stop shopping. You get an email and, or you meet somebody at a conference and you get all the details. I mean, it's your personal journey and they're all unique. So follow that that you're passionate about, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the change is actually going to be something that you know, you're going to do for yourself. All that we, we do and that you do is present the information. And then whoever's listening to it or whoever's reading it, whoever tries to do it, needs to take it in and see what happens. Yeah, I think we are on the cusp of something really great as far as in humanity. And I tell this story a lot, but back in the early 1900s, you know, people laughed at two brothers called Orville and Wilbur Wright, you know, there's no way people could get in the air. And new things, it takes, you know, the first thing that happens is people deny it, they laugh at it, and then they kind of get angry and really make fun of people. And then the next stage in all of it is it becomes normal, like it's always been. And so, you know, we're not living 100 plus years ago when people laughed at these guys, but now we're living in a time where we couldn't imagine life without air travel. And so I believe really big things are going to happen within our lifetime in the not too distant future. But can you guys even imagine a hundred years from now when afterlife communication is normal and they're looking back thinking, I can't believe the whole world didn't believe. It's so true. It it is. So let's just, if one of you guys just talk through when people go to afterlifedata.com, what can they find and how can they best utilize that site? Sure. (laughs) So if you go to Afterlife Data, the first thing you'll realize is there's a lot of text. I'm sorry, you got to (laughs) read. In this world of kind of instant gratification and, you know, a lot of information coming at us and, you know, lots of videos now, it's hard for us to just kind of sit back and read. 
So the first thing I would say to people is, you know, there's 265 life after death topic questions here. That's a lot of questions. It's not a one time sit down, you know, just kind of read through it real quick. Go in there on the homepage. You can see all the basic sections. Open those up and take a look and see what interests you. Let's say, you know, you're interested in, say, you know, just the general topic of the afterlife. And if you go in there, we have things like arrival in the spirit home, deciding not to move ahead, human form, that there's no judgment in heaven, individuality, soulmates, children in heaven. I mean, there's all this information on there, right? So take a look at those topic questions and think to yourself, well, what interests me? And start from there. You know, there's no one place that you have to start with afterlife data. Just start reading about it. You know, and if you've only got five minutes, then pick one, go in, read it, and then go about your day. And then maybe the next day you're interested in another topic, go in there and pick another one. Just don't try to go there and, you know, read everything because it's overwhelming and you need time to think about the information and you need time to maybe even go and do your own research. We don't have an exhaustible list of sources on here. Eventually, maybe we'd like to, but, (laughs) you know, it really is something that you have to just kind of take in little pieces and digest and uh, think about. So, you know, we talk about the, uh, the general sections are, you know, the death experience for adults, the death experience for children, transformation from human to spirit, the afterlife, of course. Uh, reincarnation, and life on earth. And all of those are broken down into those 265 topic areas. So there's a lot of information, and it's all free for anybody to go on and take a look at. Guys and gals, we'll take a quick break, and we'll come back with Michelle Subbo and Dr. Dennis Grega. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Don't go anywhere. There's more Shades of the Afterlife coming right up. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. My name is Mark Rawlings, president of ParanormalDate.com. Over five years ago, George Norrie approached me with a unique concept, a dating site for people searching for someone with interests in UFOs, ghosts, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, and the paranormal. From that, ParanormalDate.com was born. It's a unique site for unique people, and it's free to join to look around. If you want to upgrade and enjoy more of our great features, use promo code GEORGE for a great discount. So check it out. You got nothing to lose. ParanormalDate.com. The four The Art Bell Vault has classic audio waiting for you now. Go to coasttocoastam.com for details. And now back to Sandra Champlain and Shades of the Afterlife. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and I'm with Dr. Dennis Grega and Michelle Sebo, co-founders of AfterlifeData.com and AfterlifeLibrary.com. So will you tell us about AfterlifeLibrary.com? When we were doing Afterlife Data, we picked specific sources that we, we knew we were very well-respected and reliable sources for the Afterlife Data information. But there was also a lot of other sources that we didn't use that were still important, but maybe didn't quite have the information that we were looking for, for afterlife data. But that doesn't mean that the information wasn't important. So we decided, well, let's create afterlife library so that people know about these other sources that they can go and they can look through. Some of the popular categories on afterlife library, um, and we have this little word map, right, that takes a look at, you know, people's, you know, when they visit and what they're interested in, you can see it right on the homepage. So the most interested topic is paranormal and psychic phenomenon. So that's the thing that people are looking for on Afterlife Library. And then there's things like dreams and Buddhism and GRS Mead, uh, Irvin Laszlo, you know, some of these are topics and some of them are authors. And then it goes down to our consciousness and reincarnation, religion, epigenetic biology, science. You know, so there's all types of different categories of information here. If you go through and browse the entire library, you'll see that it's split up into afterlife, consciousness, paranormal, reincarnation, religion, science. And then we actually have writer collections. So we've taken and organized that same information by the writers themselves. So you can just go in there and you can browse around. You can certainly do a search. On the homepage, we have a little random thing uh, that says, look at what the universe picked for you. And there's five books there that universe has just randomly picked. That's <laughs> fun. So it's kind of fun. Yeah. We, yeah. Figured we put a little fun into it. 
The other thing that we have on Afterlife Library is we, you know, we get a lot of questions through Afterlife data. Um, we get lots and lots of emails from people around the world. And a lot of those answers to those questions that people have asked us have become kind of a question and answer thing on Afterlife Library. So you can go to this area where you have beginner questions and then something that's a little bit more advanced um, that are personal guides. So at the beginner questions, there's different types of things we address, like, you know, what is astral projection? What is death? What do some scientists say about the afterlife? Um, and a bunch of other things, um, you know, what is past life regression, EVP? Does reincarnation really exist? You know, all those different things. And we actually suggest books that people can go and read on those things, you know, after we've answered the question for them. So it's really a nice compliment to afterlife data to kind of take you that step further to say, okay, you know, what else can I learn? Excellent. Dennis, you have anything you want to add? No, other than uh, in afterlife data, we've taken uh, readings from uh, mediumistic communications, automatic writing, which is a type of mediumship, channeled readings, you know, like the Seth material, between life regression and past life regression. And we've taken the writings from those different areas and compared the consistency of the information on those 265 different topics. And so we found that the accuracy or the agreement between these different areas was almost 95%. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know that you can find that even among uh, two car mechanics uh, looking at your car to agree on what's wrong with it. <laughs> And this goes over uh, almost, well, about 150 years to from the 1800s up until current day writings. So we're talking about a long period of time where there's been different communications during the different periods, and they agree in terms of what death is like, what the transition's like, what the afterlife is like, whether there's reincarnation or not. You know, and so there's something to be said about having that kind of information coming from disparate sources, and they're agreeing with each other. So that was one of the main things that was really convincing for us when we were going through it, because we really didn't know what to expect. You know, we, we thought maybe things were going to be all over the, uh, the landscape, and we found out that, no. <laughs> yeah, that's... We were saying pretty much the same thing. That's true. Even uh, one of the things people ask me about often is near-death experiences. There can be as many different near-death experiences as there's human beings that have ever walked on planet Earth. And all that's fine, because I think there still is a part of us that's still connected to our bodies etherically until we go on to the other side. But there's a lot of common things that happen to all or that may. So it's, again, go on your own personal journey because your soul your life is for a purpose and you'll find those things that you're more passionate about. There's a reason to it and bounce things off your own truth. You create your own truth. I don't believe a hundred percent what a lot of my friends believe in, in the world of afterlife things. And so what, how do these things impact me in my life and what I'm up to? I just want to ask each of you, since you started this journey of discovery and sharing, how has your life changed or improved 
from maybe before you got interested in, is there an afterlife? Okay, I'll go first. <laughs> um, I, I think you really start to be able to remove yourself from, you know, often crummy situations, right? Um, you know, maybe you're, you know, your knee-jerk reaction, you know, maybe, you know, 20 years ago, right, would have been to yell back at somebody or, you know, say something horrible or, you know, whatever. I found myself that, although sometimes I can still do that, you know, we, we're not all perfect, <laughs> um, that I'm able to see it almost as a third party kind of hanging out over here, you know, and realize what a situation is for what it is. And maybe be able to see not just, you know, the bad things about that, but maybe what it's teaching me or what I meant to learn from something like that, right? One of the things that, and I'll speak for Dennis as well on this, and I don't think he'll argue with me, but he can after I finish talking, <laughs> is that we're all responsible for our own reality. We're responsible for everything that we're in, whether it's good or bad, it doesn't make any difference. We are responsible for creating our own reality. And that's a big, that was a big thing for me. Because before, where I might have been the victim, I now say, wow, how and why did I create that? And especially when it's a, it's a bad situation. Maybe there's a health problem, or maybe there's a real conflict with someone or whatever. The point is that you create these things. And I think oftentimes that's very difficult for people to swallow, especially when they're in a really bad situation. You know, they, they feel very victimized. And I would say that's one of the biggest things that's changed for me. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, but for myself, I look at it very much the same way in order to be responsible and empower me for my life. I know there's some cases of some really awful things that happen. So I do think there are other players and we you know, can't always be in charge of whether our child gets sick or a car accident and things, but we can use every circumstance to empower us for, for living our best life. And when I am in one of those roles of making someone wrong, I say, say there's a tree down and I am late for a meeting while I'm driving. I, I can spend an hour making somebody else wrong instead of saying, ah, Sandra, you chose to go this route. <laughs> so Yes, um, a lot of people do believe that we have soul plans, and I think we do coming into this life. Whether it's all mapped out or not, I'm not sure. But like you say, everything we can use to empower ourselves and learn from. So I think that's really that's really great. Dennis, how about you? Complete collapse of fear. Uh, no longer any fear about anything. Also, a, uh, a feeling or a knowledge that we're basically in a training ground. We're learning how to manipulate energy. And so I've learned how to, or I'm still learning, how to become basically in the present. And that the point of power is in the present. And that, like Michelle, I'm all the way in terms of I create my reality completely, 100%. And I believe that's true for everyone. Uh, obviously, there's interactions and, you know, there's collections of energy that form 
you know, societies and governments and so forth, but our own individual reality, I feel we create it. And for me, that's what I've been learning uh, to do. Uh, prior to that, uh, yeah, I was beset by events that I thought were out of control in the chaotic universe that was created by accident, no longer. You know, it's uh, everything's for a purpose, everything's for a reason. And because of that, you can now determine your own reality from my perspective is that I, I'm creating my reality. And so I take the time now to uh, determine what I'm going to do and what I'm going to manifest next. It's a, uh, it's a complete freedom. The, the freedom of knowing that you're in a safe universe. There's nothing to worry about. You're never going to die. You never died in the first place. You, and you were born, you were, you were alive before you were born. So with that kind of knowledge, um, you know, it, it just is. I, I just am. And it's fun. And every day is exciting. And you look with wonder as to what, what you're going to be doing or what you want to do and what you're determined to do. So anyway, that's how it's changed. Oh, that's great, Dennis. It reminds me of being a kid. We didn't have a fear of anything. We wanted to wake up in the morning, jump out of bed. The life we had in front of us was an adventure. We didn't want to go to bed at night when we had to. It's a whole different way of living life when you believe in the afterlife, when you believe you truly can't fail, when you believe your loved ones are still around and you're going to see them again. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, I'd like to find out more what you're up to. So we'll see you in a minute. You're listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. 
Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Hey, folks, we need your music. Hey, it's producer Tom at Coast to Coast AM, and every first Sunday of the month, we play music from emerging artists just like you. If you're a musician or a singer and have recorded music you'd like to submit, it's very easy. Just go to coasttocoastam.com, click the Emerging Artist banner in the carousel, follow the instructions, and we just might play your music on the air. Go now to coasttocoastam.com to send us your recording. That's coasttocoastam.com. You're listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network with the best shows that explore the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained. You can enjoy all shows on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. With age, women and men have issues with fine lines, wrinkles, under-eye bags, crepey skin on the neck, and aging on the hands. Dr. Nathan Newman has developed Luminous for amazing results treating these issues with his stem cell-based formula, APT200. Try Luminous today with our postage-paid starter kit for only $19.99, available exclusively at HealthyLooking.com. Join thousands of satisfied customers using Luminous. Learn more at HealthyLooking.com. And now more Sandra on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Welcome back to Shades of the Afterlife. I'm Sandra Champlain, and we're with Michelle Sebo and Dr. Dennis Grega, founders of AfterlifeData.com and AfterlifeLibrary.com, and they're also up to something else. So you guys, I would love now if we could talk about Voices Across the Veil. What is it? All right, Dennis, you're up first on this one. Uh, Voices Across the Veil came as a result of getting... Uh, many emails from people around the world that had visited Afterlife Data and Afterlife Library and wanted to communicate with the medium or, you know, communicate with their loved ones. And since we didn't know mediums from all around the world and everyone was in different locations, Voices Across the Veil came as kind of a natural result that we would bring the mediums to them and make it available and affordable and make sure that the mediums that we had had great experience and they could provide evidence. And uh, that's what's happened. We're now going into our fifth year, and we've had astounding sessions of information coming through that has just, you know, blown people's minds. Just when we did uh, the symposium at AREI in 2017, we had, you know, uh, analyzed the data. And we found that up to 9% of the people that have participated in Voices sessions who were unsure or not sure uh, of the afterlife became, said yes, they were sure. You know, that's a significant percentage of people from just participating in a session like that. And we also found that like 86% of the people had recognizable, accurate communications so, you know, that's a high percentage. So that means that the information coming through, you're going to recognize it and you're going to be able to communicate with those people that you no longer see physically, but now know exist still 
non-physically. And it's, it's just a wonderful program. Share with us what it looks like, because I mean, or how people would access this, because is this something we have to live go to, or do we do this on the computer? All of the uh, Voices Across the Veil sessions are online. So they just use a little bit of video conferencing software, and they just get online, and it's a small group session. You know, we range any place from two people to six people, and um, the medium gets on as well as either Dennis or myself, or sometimes both of us. And the medium just starts delivering messages. And it is really fabulous. If I could, I just want to read to you a couple of things that people from Voices Across the Veil sessions have said, because some of them are really amazing. You know, we had somebody who said, um, let's see, I'm just kind of scrolling through them here. The nature of one reading and giving the edge of grief and the transformation I am currently going through, it is truly life-changing. I hope that gives you appreciation for how critical the work you're doing is to our evolving state of consciousness. That was fabulous. I mean, you know, it truly helped this woman, you know, move forward, which is terrific. Another lady said, uh, immediately after the session, I asked my 16-year-old if she had written a poem or a song or letter to grandma after she had passed. Now, the medium had mentioned this letter during the reading, actually a poem, and the 16-year-old had never told anybody about it. She had put it, I think she said, in a little box under her bed or something, never told anyone. And she was completely taken aback because it was something she had done and never told anyone at all. And the medium knew that this letter or poem existed. Another lady said, I believe the information that came through about my son identified him, and I feel he was contacted by the medium. My son did not believe in life after death. Guess he didn't know everything after all. Oh. (laughs) Another person, uh, that was amazing. This is right after the session. Uh, Because of you, I am finally going to have a real night's rest. I will no longer doubt my marriage and my life is now going to change for the better. Beautiful. Yeah. And one last one I'll leave you with. Uh, This was actually from uh, Craig Hogan, who of course, you know, is the president of AREI. He had sat in on a session as well when we first were starting to get to know him. And um, he said, the readings were excellent. My own had many evidential statements. Listening to the other participants' readings was uplifting and interesting. You know, we've never had anybody come back and say, oh, that was horrible. <laughs> you know? Does everyone get a reading that is in the group? So if there's six of us, does everybody yes. get one? Yes. Okay. The only caveat I would put on that is if somebody is there and is energetically holding something from coming through, you know, as well as I, Sandra, that when, you know, energy is very subtle. You know, even when you have things coming through for yourself, like when I do Reiki sessions, I have things coming through and I have to be, I have to step lightly because you have to just listen carefully and try not to second guess, right? So all of this information is, can be very subtle. And when somebody is energetically blocking that information, it can be difficult to have readings. So what the mediums usually do is have everybody kind of relax and do a little bit of visualization first, just to get them to kind of put aside any energetic blocks that they may have and usually comes off wonderfully. So yes, well, I know really, too, really good stuff. In the beginning of me and mediumship, I didn't want to mm-hmm. tell 
anybody anything about me. And not that you have to, Mm -hmm. but there's a difference going into one of these things with a fear and a block as opposed to, I'm going to let my personality shine. I'll get to know this person and and be open and and come from that point of view. I know know, anger, grief, any of those things, you know, because there's such powerful emotions Mm. and they can really take over everything that's going on. Yes. And I know with yourselves and with the mediums that you use, you're Mm -hmm. friendly, you're good people, you care, and that resonates. And I do think if there may be a block that really helps people go, you know what, these are good people. These, this, is, this is a safe space. And I like the fact that there are other people also in the room, whether it's one or many, because, mm-hmm. you know, you get a, a couple of bits of information for yourself or more, you know, that's great. But then also to hear uh, the other people, what they get, I mean, you, you feel it, you, it just resonates. Like this is the real deal. Our loved ones are there. And I think we all know, even the person listening right now, grief has the potential to kill us. And, and I don't, I mean, yes, physically, I mean, there's an unbelievably high suicide rate among the grieving, but not only that is I have met people and I'm sure you have too, that maybe 30 years ago, someone close to them physically died and they stopped living. They stopped having hope. They just, you know, one lady I knew was in her house for six months it didn't leave after her husband died. And God bless her adult daughters. They left a copy of my book in the lady's house and she didn't want to read it. She was threatening to throw it away, but she ended up opening it up. And within not too long, she was out country line dancing again. And it got her on her journey to look for more evidence. Mm-hmm. So it gives it people also, life. It, yeah. it also affects the, uh, the people that are transitioned too. Part of the grieving is not knowing. You know, not knowing what actually happened, whether they're still alive or not. If you knew they were still alive and that, you know, you could communicate with them, you wouldn't have the same level of grief that people do have. Do you guys each have an area, if you were to go to afterlifedata.com, that you have your own special areas right now that you're investigating for yourselves? Yeah, I'm looking in terms of uh, the afterlife dimensions and uh, getting a uh, a map together in terms of what it's like. There's, you know, millions of different levels of the afterlife and different communities of vibrationally compatible people. And I'm trying to learn more in terms of what goes on there and what can be done so that we can actually present more of that information on, on the sites. Excellent. Michelle? Uh, That's a really tough one to answer for me because I tend to go all over the place. (laughs) Dennis with his, you know, PhD and all his reading and researching and, you know, doing all of that schooling, I think serves him really well with that because I tend to, you know, go and grab information and then mosh it around in my head really quick and say, oh, okay, that means this, right? I would say probably the thing that is interesting me the most right now is what actually happens after we get to that afterlife, all right, calling it the afterlife. It almost seems a little bit weird because it's all part of life, right? Right. But, you know, we know what happens here, right? Because we're living it, we're existing in it and all of that. Well, what happens when we're actually there? What are we, what do we experience there? So that's the information that I've 
starting to really get interested in. And of course, you know, on this plane, because all of it's connected, just the energetic work, because of my Reiki work and the um, spiritual coaching and things that I do, I really find it fascinating some of the energetic experiments that have been done. Uh, for example, you know, Gary Schwartz, of course, did, you know, the energy experiments, right? The information in that book is astounding. Thank you both so much. You get to a point in your life that you've learned so much that it is just so natural to want to give back and then to be able to help people transform in their lives. And I love that about the two of you that you're doing that. So thank you both. Thank you. Thank you. You are most welcome. And as a reminder, afterlifelibrary.com, afterlifedata.com will get you to the right places. And then also, if you want to join me for something, go to wedontdie.com. That's the title of my book, so easy to remember. We have online workshops, our free Sunday gatherings, medium demonstrations every month, and so much more. I am going to leave you with that thought from the very beginning is if you can wake up in the morning and write down the things that you believe in that empower you, successes you've had, things about yourself that are positive, things that you believe in the afterlife, maybe you've witnessed some miracles, put them down somewhere obvious that you'll see them. And first thing in the morning, take a look, wake up on the right side of the bed, be empowered that we create our own reality. This is Sandra Champlain, and I want to thank you so much for listening. You've been listening to Shades of the Afterlife on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And if you like this episode of Shades of the Afterlife, wait until you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.